How you doing guys, this is Tool Truck Talk with me, Nick Morello, the authority on tools and everything tool related. I have my producer here, Justice Lettage, and my co-host, Nick Four. What's All up, right. guys? Not Nick, not Nick Jr., not Nick, little Nick, it's Nick Four. We had a big discussion before we started this, and that's what he wants to be referred to as Nick Four, so we're going to call him yeah, Nick so Four. We don't, we don't get confused. We don't want to get confused because we have a problem with our producer's name as it is because... His mother and father really named him Paul, but he wants to be called Justice, but I like to call him Justin. So it's the same fucking thing, and it drives us insane. But we're going to try as hard to call him Justice. Right, Justice? Yeah. Okay, buddy. And if I call you the wrong name, it's not because I don't like you, because I'm fucking, I'm shot. You're old. I'm old. So it's Justice. No, you're not that old. Justice Lettage. All right. I just want to, before I get too, too wound up into this whole thing, I want you to know, like, since I'm 53, and I'm not so politically correct at a lot of times... They had to put up a sign here of all the words I'm not allowed to say. Do not say that list. Do, I do not say them. I can't say, mm, beep, bop, mm, or, okay? <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't want to get in trouble, but like, hey, God, Nick, like that. You, you, you really can't say these words because it's not acceptable to a lot of people. So I'm going to avoid them as best I can. All right? That's what we have editing for. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, uh, you know. We're going we're gonna to try to, uh, you know, not do that. Anyway. Good thing I went to I have some experience in recording. Yeah. A so, little. A little bit. So, you know, that, we're going to... So, we got past that. We got everybody's name straight. We had the words we can't say straight. So, now we're going to talk about tools. This is our second segment. And I titled it, Recent Tool Flops. All right? Because... You know, being that I've been selling tools for a few years, I see a lot of stuff that gets rehashed or stuff that was a flop. And I, I'm going to cover a couple of them only because, you know, we, we need stuff to talk about. So I figured this might be fun and interesting. All right. Let's start with, and this is funny too because, like, butterfly impacts. I have a, I have a question from a, a listener about this too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm going to get to that because I thought that was funny. But don't make that a first question because that's not a good question to get. Well, no, we'll throw it in with this yeah. segment. All right. So here, butterfly impacts. They were out in the 70s. Everybody used them when they worked on transmissions on the bench. And they were very popular tools. But, I mean, nobody uses them anymore. So for some unknown reason, a lot of companies decided that, hey, we need to come out with these again. And they did. And they were a flop. I mean, you know, they were they came out, they were $100. Now you can get them for $50, $60, $40. They were definitely one of the flops of the industry. And it's funny because I've had guys ask me this question before, and one of them emailed us, and they said, hey, can you make a butterfly impact cordless? Guys, we can't sell them with an air hose attached. What are they going to sell? Two cordless? It's just going to be another flop. Do you want, do you want me to read the, the question, the, the email? Yeah, go ahead. Shoot it. He said, hey, Nick, I recently bought a 3.8 butterfly air ratchet. I love the thing. 80 pounds of torque and super high speed. It has replaced all my other air ratchets. Why don't people like them? And why isn't there an electric version on a three-foot cable to a battery? Jezo Cristo. That's all I got to say with that one. But if you want one... <laughs> I, I, think, I think you just invented something. <laughs> <laughs> Could you put a jumper cable to my uh, tool? Anyway, if you want to buy a, cord, a, a butterfly impact, I got a couple. I'll sell them to you cheap. Trust me. Another, okay, another another flop. Power Probe. And we love Power Probe. Great company. The Power Probe Hook. Okay. Flop now discontinued, and I sold a few of them. And it's yeah, a great we tool. To sell a lot of those when we're, when back in the eBay days. Back in eBay days, we sold a, a, a ton of them, but you know it was a flop. It was just too big. It was replaced with the Power Probe Four, 
You know, and you know, and it's just when tools are too big, guys don't want them. They want small, compact. They want little stuff. You know, nothing crazy. So the power probe hook was a flop, and guys still look for them. And guys want them. But you can't get them, and don't buy a used one because it's gonna break, and you ain't gonna have no warranty on it. That's my free advice to you too. All right, another flop, and I know I'm gonna get some hate mail for this one, but I don't care. The Snap-on Verus. That thing came out after the Modus, and it was like $12,000. $10,000, And, like, as soon as they came out with the Verus, another company came out with a scanner. Maybe you heard of them. Autel. The Autel scanner came out the same time as the Verus. And they were selling the Verus for, you know, $10,000, $12,000. And an Autel was $2,000. $2,200 we were selling them for it. And it took the wind right out of the sails of the Snap-on Verse because guys were buying them and the Autel was just smoking them. I'll tell you a story. I was at a shop, right? A cab shop down in Newark. And I walk in and I'm carrying the, uh, the Autel. And I show it to the guy. And he's like, what's that? I said, oh, it's a new scanner that came out. It's an Autel. It's like, you know, top of line, does everything. He goes, ah, I just bought a Verus. I said, well, why don't you try this for a week? And if you like it, let me know if you don't like it. Give it back to me. But just, you know, I want you to at least try it to see if it's any good. How's that? So his, the guy's name was uh, Manu, Manu, Manny, Manuel. He's like, oh, leave it here. I'll try it. So a week goes by, and I kind of forgot about it. You know, I walk in a shop, and he's, he's he, you know, I walk up to, hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? It's like, oh, how'd you make out the scanner? And he goes, the scanner? And I go, yeah. He goes, and he went to say something, and he stopped, and he goes, I'm almost embarrassed. I said, embarrassed for what? He goes, well, first of all, he goes, go into the office and get a check. I'll, I'll pay you for it. He goes, but I'm embarrassed that I spent $10,000 for a Verus and that Autel, for a quarter of the price, does twice as much as, as what the Snap-on one does. And I was like, really? He's like, unbelievable. He goes, I'm embarrassed, but go get your check. And he paid for it on the spot. All right? Another flop. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cordless light story. About a company that made a, a, a special kind of light. And I said to him, it's going to be a flop. And he was like, are you? Uh, no way. This is going to be the best thing ever invented. And I'm not going to say anything else on that subject, but I was right again. Right? Yeah, sometimes you're you, right. You were there for that whole thing. I was like, I don't know. It was my fucking thing. Anyway, that's that's my uh, my recent tool flop. So I'm going to take a break here and have my son ask me a quick question. Then I'm going to get into segment two. Alright, so questions. Ask me a question. So, tools that break the most. Okay. The most commonly... First, let me tell you something. Most tools will not break randomly. You really... When you break a tool, it's because you knew you were going to break it and you put a little too much... As my, friend in, as my friend in Nashville would say, ass into it. And, you know, you, you break it. Like, the most common tool we get on the tool truck is... A T40. We get a lot of broken T40s. And I don't care if Jesus Jesus Christ... Can I say Jesus Christ on the, on the page? Yeah, why not? Okay. I don't care if Jesus Christ made the, the, the torque set. All torques break. Snap-ons break. OTCs break. Gear wrench breaks. ATD breaks. They all break. Okay? So, uh, what, what, the, the, the part that gets me the most is when somebody breaks a T40, they always hand me a T40 tamper-proof. So that leads me to believe they broke the, the T40, and now they're going to try it with the T40 tamp proof with a hole in it, which is half the half half the strength. 
So that's why, you know, that's that's the most commonly broken tools, a T40 and a T2, T40 tamper-proof. Okay? So that's it. So my next my next thing, hang on. Give me, give me a question. I know you have another one there. Uh, let's see what we got. Hmm. All right, he's waiting. Well, actually, go I ahead. have an email question here. Go, ahead, we can go over. Go ahead, shoot. Where is it? I'd like to hear your opinion on how tools not normally purchased off the big three truck brands have increased in quality. I have snap-on sockets, both old and new, that I personally feel are no better quality than a gear wrench set I purchased a few weeks back. Since then, I've purchased a lot of gear wrench tools, and I gotta say, I don't feel like a slave anymore to the white van anymore. Whoa. Did I feel prosumer tool say, did quality... Did you say white van or white man? White van. White van. Oh, white van. <laughs> I feel prosumer tool quality is the best it's ever been. I, I could jump right in there. I'm a little older than, you know, most of the guys on the page. Not, not all, but most. So, but back in the day, if you were working on something, a car, a motorcycle, whatever, and your tool was made in anywhere but America, it didn't work. They were selling wrenches made in India, China, Taiwan. You'd literally use it one time and it would round the nut off. But that was then. This is now. The quality of tools that are on the market, you know, whether it's made in Taiwan, Japan, or, or China, it, it, it doesn't matter. You know, you can go as if you were going to get a tool made, if you were a company, whether it's Gear Wrench or Sun X or Grainomatic or Easy Red or, or, or Nick Morello, you can go to a vendor in Taiwan or Japan and say, hey, make me this set of sockets. They will make them out of any grade steel you want. They will make it exactly to snap-on specifications, Mac, Maco. It, so the quality will be exactly the same. It's it's the material, you know. So it, the quality you can get from an off-brand company, whether you want to call it Garrett or Craftsman or Husky or or Cobalt, it's 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 going to be on par with anybody else's tools these days. And when you factor in the fact that it's all lifetime guarantee. What are you doing? Why spend $300 for a rack of sockets when you can get it for $40? It's the same tool, same guarantee, same quality, you know? So that's just, that, that's just you know, a, a, a fact in the industry these days, you know? Yeah. You, you agree? Yeah. Nick agrees. I've seen it. <laughs> You've I've seen, seen it. it firsthand. Yeah. It's a little I mean, weird. I mean, you know, the, the I mean, like, we, I mean, all tools break, but I mean... When I was a Mac dealer, I warranted a lot more Mac tools than I would than I do as far as Sonix gear wrench now or or Greenomatic. That's the truth, you know. So give me uh okay, I'm gonna cover my my second segment, okay? Because most of you guys have tool dealers coming to your shop, so I'm gonna tell you how to be a better customer. Because a lot of guys are like, hey, the Snap On guy doesn't stop at my shop. The Mac guy doesn't stop at my my shop. The you know the independent guy doesn't stop at my shop. He blows the horn, drives by. Well, are you a good customer? A lot of guys think they are, but are you really a good customer? You know? So, do you pay every week? I mean, every week. When he comes in your shop, do you pay him? You know? Because if you pay him, I find it hard to believe he's not going to come see you. So, if you skip a week, give him some bullshit story, oh, I only got half your money today, after a while, he's going to stop coming. As a tool dealer, we like simplicity. We want to go in. Well, I don't go in. I, I, the guys come out of my truck. So when I see my customer, I want to get paid. I don't want a story. You know, it's just we, we don't have time for it. We just want to get paid. 
So that that's the first thing. Second thing, do you give him a hard time? Do you break his balls? The first thing when you, when he, when you see him, does he sit there? He's like, you know, ah, you know, your tools suck. You're an asshole. You know, because after a while, that gets old, and the guy's gonna be like, I don't feel like getting my balls broken. I'm gonna uh, just bl- I'll see him next week, and the next week winds up to be I'll see him I'll see him next week again, and sooner or later you don't have a tool dealer anymore. So be nice to the guy. Smile. That's one of the rules on my truck. My truck, you know, when you walk on my truck, you need to smile. Because you need to be happy to see me like I'm happy to see you. All right? So that that's just something to keep in mind. All right? Like, I, I, I'll tell you a story. When I was a Mac tool dealer, I used to do ride-alongs. Like, if somebody wanted to be a tool dealer, they'd, they'd come out in my truck for a day, and, yeah, I'd show them how, to, how the business goes. So I had this customer. His name was Kenny. He was a fucking asshole, but that's another story. <laughs> so he comes on my truck, and he's riding along at me, right, riding along at me. So he said to me, he's like, after like the, the you know the fifth, sixth stop, he goes, he goes, does everybody break your balls all day? I'm like, well, yeah. He goes, you know, I always broke my tool dealer's balls, but and I thought I was the only guy. I go, nah, bro. Everybody breaks the tool dealer's balls. And you gotta remember, sometimes the, the tool dealer just doesn't want to hear, just, just doesn't want to do it anymore. You know, that's why a lot of guys leave the business or don't give you good service. They just drive right by because you break his nuts. That, that's kind of annoying. It is, <laughs> you know. Okay, so now. Now, let's flip the script. Let's talk about your tool dealer, okay? Is he doing everything he needs to do, okay? Is your tool dealer doing his best? Because he should be, all right? Does he does he bring the tools in? When you order a tool, does he bring it? When you break a tool, does he warranty it? Does he say, hey, how'd you break this fucking tool? Dude, it doesn't matter how you broke it. If you're a good customer, you break a tool... I don't need a story. Just hand a guy a new tool. It, it, it's 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 very easy. And uh, you know, so it, it's we have a dog snoring in the background. I don't know if you can hear him or not, but he's he will not wake up. He <laughs> yeah. will not move. <laughs> Quick intermission if you he, hear it, no. Yeah, if you hear somebody snoring, it's not me. It's not Nick. It's not Justice. It's the dog. Yeah, so sorry, we apologize. We're we're a dog friendly workspace. Yeah, and this dog must have had a real, real rough weekend because he's fucking he's out. We're trying to wake him up. We're kicking him. Nothing's working. So okay, we don't kick dogs. Yeah, we're not if, kicking him. We're if, giving him a little nudge. If, if Pete is here, we're sorry. We didn't really kick him. We gave him a little love nudge. We're, we're feeding uh, two birds with one scone. Yeah. <laughs> and don't treat a dead horse or beat a dead horse or eat it with something with a dead, yeah, horse. Yeah, did you, dead horse. Did you guys see that that list of rule the the new sayings you have to say instead I did. of? I did. They're a little ridiculous. You think? Don't don't give it to birds. I don't even. You know what? I'm not, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna tell. Hang on. So I'm gonna tell you some some of my good customer stories. I got. I, I'm gonna tell you. I know you have a question here. My, I want to do a, a best customer and a worst customer story. And these aren't like you know. These are just ones that I remember and I, I, I kind of jot something down to tell the story. I'm gonna tell the story about one of my best customers. Uh, it, it's a little. It's a longer story, but it's 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 a funny story, and uh, it, it's worth listening to. All right, check it out. Let me take a sip of water. Hurry on. Is this your, uh, where'd it go? This, I'm going to tell a story about Mike. You remember, you know Mike. Oh, yeah. Crazy yeah, I remember, Mike. I remember, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Listen, no, you got to stop with the crazy Mike because there's about like five or six crazy Mikes in, yeah. in the in the route. This is the Mike with the trucking company. Yeah, well, I had to go pick something up from from one of from one of his customers. And he's like, yeah, go to, uh, go to crazy Mike, you know, he'll help you out. And I'm like, crazy Mike. Okay, I know where crazy Mike is. So I go to Crazy Mike and I'm like, I'm like, Mike, what's up? You know, um, you know, Dad told me to come here and, you know, you'll, you'll give me the, uh, I could buy this thing for you. And he's like, 
I don't I don't remember him saying anything, but like I I I, I can't help you out with that. <laughs> and I'm like, so I call him. I'm like, yeah, Mike says he has no idea what we're talking about. And he's like, which Mike? And I'm like, you know, Mike for the for the towing company. He's like, no, the other Mike. And I was like. Well, you have too many crazy mics. How, how many crazy mics do you have? You gotta, you know, you gotta like number them. Crazy mic one, two, three, four. I'm sure there's a five or six in there somewhere. Oh my god! Well, this is definitely crazy mic number three. How's that? This so, guy's crazy. So anyway, I get a phone call, and uh, he's like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm by this this truck shop, and they told me that you know they gave me your number, and I, I need tools. Could you stop by?" And usually when I hear that, I don't even fucking listen half the time because it's all you know. A lot of times, a lot of times it turns out being a wasted trip. So, I'll see. I'll get down there. I'll, I'll get down here on a Tuesday. I'll see you Tuesday. It's all right. I'll be here Tuesday. So Tuesday comes by, and uh, you know I usually get to the shop about four o'clock. So my phone rings at like three o'clock, and like, and it was the owner of the shop, and he's like, Nick, where are you? I said, I'll be there in a little while. I, I usually hit your shop at four o'clock. He's like, Well, this guy Mike is here, and he wants to buy some tools. I said, all right, I'm coming right now then. So I, I shot over there a little earlier. Guy comes on my truck, and he goes, yeah, how you doing? He goes, listen, I need some tools. I was like, all right, what do you need? He goes, I need everything. So this is red flag number two. I need everything. What does that consist of everything? So now I go to the guy. I'm like, I go, dude, I said, you know, I don't know what everything is. I said, but I can give you a catalog. You can, you know, you know circle some stuff that you need, and I can put a price together for you. So he's like, all right. And I, this, was, this was like, a, I think it was Memorial Day or Labor Day, one or the other. I, I know we were off Monday. And I said to him, I go, all right, I said, uh, you know, take the list, you know, give me a list of what you need, and I'll get back to you Monday. He's like, well, Monday's a holiday. I said, whatever, we can do it Tuesday. So Tuesday, he calls me up. He's like, dude, where are you? I said, I'll, I'll be right there again. So I met him back at the shop, and uh, he's, he gives me a list of paper, and like he had a lot of stuff crossed off, you know, circled in his book. So I'm looking at it real quick, and I add it up, and we're looking like, it was like a like a 30, yeah, probably about a $40,000 sale. So I go to him, I go, I go, so now I'm saying to myself, I go, you know, $40,000, I mean, you know, how's this guy planning on paying for this shit? Because I ain't never met this guy before, and I'm not going to give him $40,000 in credit, ever. So I go, um, dude, I'm, I'm just adding everything up real quick. I mean, you're over $40,000, you know, how are you going to pay for that? He goes, I'm going to pay you cash. I said, oh, okay. Now you got my attention, right? Yeah, well, now that's I'm listening. cool. So he's like, actually, you know, my father started me in business. I'm going to use his credit card. Is that fine? Fantastic. Not a problem. So I get all these tools together. I go to a shop. Boom. You know, he, he pays me for the tools, right? You know, no, no big deal. And he ordered some more stuff. So, you know, we go back and forth now a couple times. I've been, I've been dealing with him now for a couple weeks. So the last time I'm at a shop, right? And uh, he's like, hey, do me a favor. He goes, just, just kill my bill. So I swipe his credit card. And it was, you know, six, you know, so, you know, I swipe his credit card, you know, boom. Write him a receipt. And I leave. Like, three minutes later, my phone rings. He goes, dude, you, you, you know, what are you doing here? I go, what's up? He goes, you know, you hit my my card kind of hard here. So I go, dude, you said pay the bill off. It was $6,800. I hit, you know, I, I hit, hit it for the 6800 He goes, no, you hit it for 68000 Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I, I Dude, I hung the phone up. I was like in a panic mode. I don't know. So I, I quick went back to a shop, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. But anyway, to make a long story short, I couldn't reverse the charge. They put the charge through. Then they canceled it. But I had to pay. It was American Express card. I still had to pay the 3.7% on that. Yeah, Oof. on 
I had to pay the pay the charge and then they credited it back to me two months later. I forget what it was, but it was a crazy amount of money. But I had to pay it. Fucked up. Let's do the math up. right now. Do the math. Three point seven percent of sixty eight thousand dollars. It was like three grand, four grand. Three point eight? Yeah. Three point seven. Or three eight, whatever the fuck it is. Twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars. I had to pay that for two months, then they gave me credit on it. But that was a, I thought that was a funny story, but it was it, it, you know, and I'll tell you another thing. I, I, you know, I became friends with this guy, and, you know, like, and I said to him, I go, Mike, I said, you know, nothing for nothing, you know, how did you know to come buy tools for me? I said, you know, I don't remember, you know, ever meeting you before. He goes, no, he goes, I was working at that truck shop for a couple weeks, and I came on your truck, and he goes, and you were really nice to me. He says, you know, I, I came on your truck, was asking some questions, and you were, you know, you were nice, you answered them for me, and, you know, and then like six months later, seven months later, when I, when my father was going to put me in business, I figured I'd give you a call and give you a shot. So that's that's a reason right there, people, to be nice to everybody, because you never know who you're gonna meet and what they can do for you in the future. So you know what? Sometimes take five minutes, five five seconds out to smile, and be nice. All right, that's next tip for today. So back to uh, some more tool truck stuff. What are some things that your customers do in your truck that drive you absolutely crazy? Oh my God. Okay, there's a couple things, but like, you know, in the summertime it'd be like a 100 degrees out, you got the air conditioning on, and they, they walk on the truck, you know, the door's shut, you know, they knock on the door, I open the door, they walk in, leave the door open. It's like, dude, and they're like, oh, it's nice in here. Well, yeah, shut the fucking door, <laughs> you know? Or like in, in the wintertime, like the other day, it's like 20 degrees out, it's freezing, okay? My new truck's got some nice heat in it, nice and cozy, guys walk in, oh, it's nice and warm in here. Well, shut the fucking door, you got the door open. I know how to say shut the door like in every language known to man because I have to, you know? Nick, at some point, do you think it's ever your fault for not just putting the sign that says shut the fucking door? In what language? I, I do like I do like the 20 languages. I do like Polish. I do uh, fucking Portuguese. You feel like when you go to like a, Spanish, like, English. Like when you go to a theme park, it's got the flag. Yeah. And like I'll get a, I, the, I, whatever the rules hang are. Hang on. You know what? Language. Justice is our, is our guy, right? He does our... Uh, yeah, our, maybe he could do that. He's our creative consultant. Dude, make me a sign in 20 different languages. Shut the... Shut the fucking door. Well, maybe just have Phil put a spring on it. <laughs> hey, listen, you got that's a, that truck's from Georgia. It's probably got some sick air conditioner. In I it. can't wait to find out, man. So you can I, probably leave that door open. I can't. All day. I can't wait to find out. I, I'm gonna tell you other things, other things that drive me crazy on a tool truck. I my truck is pretty neat and organized. A lot a lot of you guys have seen my my tool truck in the videos and stuff like that. And we really try to keep it neat and organized. But when, when sometimes we go to stops and, you know, you, you, you kind of figure out through the, the years or the weeks of dealing with these guys or months, like what guys touch everything. And a lot of guys, they'll, they'll take a, a set out and leave it on the edge of the shelf. Now when you drive away, hit a little bump, boom, it's on the floor. Happens all the time. And let me tell you something. The, the, most, the worst tool, and if there's any of the tool dealers listening to this podcast, they'll, they'll agree with me. The worst possible tool that you can leave on the, on the shelf to fall off and hit the ground would be an extractor set or a tap and die set. You, I promise you, you will never find all the pieces again. They will fall into the black abyss of a tool truck. Okay. Like you're gonna start getting calls from other tool tool dealers saying all tool all extractors are on the floor because all their mechanics. Yeah, hey, dude, dude, if you want to piss off your your local tool dealer, leave the extractor set on the edge of the shelf, let it fall off. He will lose his fucking you're get mind. All, so many calls. Yeah, somebody do that, and and then like take a picture of it laying on the floor, like or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, you'll. I, t I tell you, and the worst part about it is like to get replacement parts. Nobody's ever gonna have them. It, it's you must well get that set. 
walk over to the trash and throw it in the fucking garbage. Because <laughs> that you, you, you'll be you'll be happier in the long run. Trust me on that one. Okay, not to, I wrote this down too because this is funny. Back in the day when I was a Mac tool dealer, and I, and I, and I hate saying that because it's embarrassing, but I was a Mac tool dealer. And <laughs> we got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, but I mean, Mac tool. I mean, I guess Mac was good back then. I mean, they're, they're a horrible, horrible, horrible I company. Think we covered now. that in our first episode. Ho- horrible company. <laughs> horrible. But I do have a good friend who's a, who's a Mac dealer up in, uh, where the fuck is he? South Dakota? Minnesota? What the fuck's that guy's name? Oh. This, the Mac dealer. He's been at tool shows. He used to be on MTDA. What the fuck's his name? No, I don't remember. I'm drawing a blank. I, I, would, I was going to give him a quick shout out. He's a nice guy. Uh, anyway, so what was, I'm going I went off track. What are they talking about? Oh, yeah. We're, me, me and his other tool dealer, we were driving up to uh, a race because Mac Tool used to run a couple of SCA Trans Am cars. And we took his truck up. And all of a sudden, we're, sitting, we're driving, driving, driving. And boom, a tool hit the ground. And we looked at each other at the same time. And we're like, vice grip. So after after a few years of driving a tool truck, you know the sound of any tool that hits, hits the, the, the floor, you know what it was. It doesn't matter whatever tool it is, by the noise, you'll know what it is. That's a trait. That's a, that's a, that's the sixth sense you pick up as a tool dealer through the years. All right, they got that, 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 yep. Matter of fact, I got, a, I, got a, I got an extractor set in my truck right now that fell off and I can't find all the fucking parts for. And I moved out of that truck. I just, is, it, is it one of those big gear wrench ones? It's the smaller gear wrench one, but yes, it's one of those. Remember, you were trying to put it together, the, the clip broke on it. Oh yeah, no, I think I've dropped it myself. Oh, thanks, bud. Appreciate that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh well. Take that out of your pay, buddy. Okay. Oh, no, no, another. Okay, another thing that drives me crazy. Guy walks on a truck. Now, on a tool truck, you know, we we, we do, you know, if the ring, the, if the ring, the hog ring, you guys call, it, but it's called a ring, falls off the front of an impact gun, the anvil. We got to replace them, and I have you know I do them on a truck. I keep them on a truck for the air tools, and you know the cordless tools too. But uh, there's you know there's a special tool to put it on, and I have it. So I would rather replace it myself for the guy. That way I know it's done right. Because if you do it yourself, there's a trick to doing it yourself. But a lot of guys you know they don't you know they don't know how to do it. So I, I'll do it for them for free. But they hand you this fucking impact gun, and it's covered in grease, covered. And I'm not a prima donna or prissy, but I mean like. My theory is, dude, if you want to, at least give me a rag. Give me a rag so I can hold the gun so my hands don't get covered in grease, you know. But, you know, we, 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 you know, I'll, I'll tell you a story. A guy walks on my truck the other day, right, just a couple months ago. He's a real nice guy, a little hard to deal with. His brother's an, his brother's an asshole. But anyway, a guy walks on my truck with with an impact gun, tips broken, screaming, yelling, bah, thing's a piece of shit. I'm like, dude, relax, I'll, put, I'll, I'll change the ring for you. And it's filthy. I'm like, dude, could you at least wipe it off first? This thing's disgusting. It's a truck mechanic. Ecuadorian truck mechanic. That's a special breed. So anyway, so he wipes it off. I I, I put it together. I wash my hands because, you know, I'm covered in grease. And I fix it. He, you know, so he walks out the truck. He leaves, you know, pays his bill. Now, literally, I'm sitting there cleaning my hands. I got these special wipes. I'm cleaning my hands, right? 30 seconds later, his douchebag brother walks in (laughs) with another impact gun, dirtier than his brother's. With the same problem. I'm like, bro, could you at least wipe it? Is it too hard to ask the... At least hand me in a rag. Anyway, nobody ever learns. But, you know, we, we still took care of it. Gave him platinum service. And that was that. You know? So what do you got? Give me some questions here. Um, So, you know, we talked about in the first episode. You got a new tool truck. You retired the old one. What do you miss about your old tool truck? The smell. <laughs> the smell. The bowling alley smell? The bowling alley smell. 
I, I miss, you know, there's there's a lot, there's a couple things I miss in the old truck. I, I like the fact that when you walked into my truck, you walked into the middle of the truck. You know, with the new truck, you walk right into the front part of the, where the desk is. So it's a little bit of a pain in the ass. I, I like the fact that when you walked in the middle of the truck, because it gave you a little room, you know, a little, little buffer zone. I like that. I like my desk setup in my old truck was way better. It was bigger. So it was more convenient. You know, but I mean, that said, the new truck's really nice. It's it's really a really nice truck. You know, and I like it. I'll, I'll learn to love it down the road. Trust me. It's got a lot of features in it that are, that are nice. Especially this summer when you uh, when I crank that it, AC crank it. When I crank that AC up in the summertime, that's going to be the uh, the uh, best part of it. It's going to be money well spent, boys, when I'm sitting here nice and cool, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. How's the heat in it? Heat's been killer, bro. It's got a, see, my other truck, I had a... It used to run off the motor. I had to, you know, leave the motor running all day, and it would, you know, the hot water from the engine would, would heat the back up, and it worked fine. But the new truck has a diesel furnace. That's fucking nice, man. Whether the truck's on or off, it's burning diesel. It's warm as toast. That's nice. I like that. You know. Let me ask you some questions, Nick. Okay. Shoot. I wrote some. I wrote. You know, you got some questions for me, right? I see that. So I got yeah. some questions for you. Yeah. Awesome. These are, and these are not tool related, because I don't care about tools. I like tools, but, you yeah, know. There's one tool really. One. There's one? Okay. Yeah, one. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. You're a gun collector, right? You're not, I said you're a gun collector, right? Yeah. Okay. So I like a, guns. You like guns, right? What's your favorite gun you own out of all your guns? I mean. Is there any special ones? You can I, have more than one. I mean, you can't go. We got, like, how many grands do we have? Four? Uh, four or five? Four? I don't even know. But. I, I would have to go with the M1 Grand. Your your pers your personal one? Cause I bought you one a couple years ago. Yeah, that's pretty well, nice. That's what I use that for reenacting. But I like that National Match one we got. Oh, that's a nice piece. That's a sweet piece. That's a forty-three. Yeah. That thing's tighter than Skeeter's Peter. Cleaner than yeah. Skeeter's Peter and tighter than uh, a Virgin. A ver no, I don't. That's not on my list. I can say that tighter than a Virgin. <laughs> that's not. On my, they gave me a list, guys. I gotta stick to the list. All right, now I'm gonna ask you another question. So you're gonna say you're you're the the national match grand your favorite? Yeah, that's a nice piece. I, can't, I I'm excited to shoot it again. We gotta go shooting soon. Oh, is that the one? I, I'm not gonna tell that story about how you left it at a at a gun range one time and had to pick it up at the police station. No, we're gonna forget we'll that. skip over that. There was like four other people involved in that too. So so somebody left the gun at somebody left the gun at it the range. It was just a lack of coordination. Somebody left the gun at the range and we had to go claim it at the police station. Proof of purchase for a 1943 rifle. Good luck, boys. Anyway, the police officer had a good sense of humor. Okay, are you a snowmobiler? Yes. No kidding. So, you know, you've owned a few sleds? Yes. Out of all your sleds you've owned, and I'm talking about from your little kitty sled to the one you presently own now, what's your favorite snowmobile you've ever owned? Hold on, Bandit's back. Bandit's come back to snow. Thank God for editing. And, Nick, and Nick's wrecked a few few snowmobiles in his day, too, for the record. Yeah, definitely. The 120, I, my 120 I destroyed. Your Richter Sabercat across Fourth Lake, too. Yeah, the Sabercat yeah. rolled that. Rolled that. <laughs> my F8's pretty beat up now. I, I have to go with the F8. The F8? Or, or the F7 was sweet, too. F7 was a sweet piece, too. Yeah, but now I have the, the F8. So that's the one? That's the winner? Um, I think so. Okay. I really like uh, Maggie's sled, too. Oh, the... Uh... Yeah, I stole my sister's sled for the weekend. The 500 Articat, uh, the race sled. That's sweet. a sweet piece. That's a sweet piece, right? That air-cooled? No, it's water cooled. Is it? Yeah, it's water cooled. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's water. Liqu liquid cooled. Liquid cooled 500. That's a nice piece. F500. Uh, okay, so you're going to say that's. that's what, so it's F8? Yeah, let's go with the F8. F8. All right, F8. All right, cool. All right, so we've got that covered. All right, let me go. Do you have any more questions? Let me see what I got. Anything, anything else written over here? 
what's the uh, my favorite tool? Oh yeah, what's your okay? You know what? That's that's a trait. Yeah, I, I forgot I, about that. I one. can work on things. I'm okay, what what is your favorite tool that we own in our arsenal? That, that not that we sell, but what's something we use in our toolbox every day? Um, I'd have to go with the M Milwaukee M12 hex driver. The the M12 one? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, because I mean. I use it for putting together roll carts. <laughs> use it on the Jeep. Uh, you can use it on anything. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Use it around the house. And it's, you know, put the, the hex tip in it. You could put a fucking... Just a tip? Just, just a tip, tip. Just a tip. Just you can tip swap the tips out. Um, yeah. And uh, it j- just just for just for the heck of it, it just, 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 cur- just talking tools here. We're just talking tools, right? Yeah, we're just, just talking, talking tools. tools. Just talking tools. How many times do we, in this house, when we're working on something... The first thing we say is, hey, give me the orange pliers. Oh, God. <laughs> the orange pliers that have a red handle. <laughs> but what brand are they? Are they Mac? No, Nipix. Are they Nipex? Well, they say Mac on it. That, but they're Nipex. They're, they're Nipex, yeah. We got a set of Nipex pliers, and they're from the, they're from the Mac tool days. And, you know, they're, they're Nipex pliers. Made, they're, actually, they say made in West Germany, because that's before the uh, wall came down. But uh, that's like the most commonly used tool in this house is the Nipex pliers. We use them for everything. Everything. Yeah, I think we have a brand new set in there, and every time I bring them the brand new set, it's like, <laughs> no, the orange handle ones. Yeah, and this is and that's before the uh, push button. This is the old style. And I I remember when I was younger, I I got tired of him saying, "Give me the orange handle." I'm like, no, they're red. <laughs> so I wrote on them orange handled pliers. <laughs> that's a true story. I'll take a picture. Well, I'll post a picture. There's a pair of Nipex pliers, and that's what it says on there, orange handled pliers. And like I said, I don't know if you caught that, but like the older Nipex pliers, and the proper way to say it is Knipex, right? Yeah, they had a, they had T-shirts at SEMA that said it. Yeah, it's pronounced Knipex. Knipex, but I mean, hey guys, we're we're from America, we're white, we're gonna call it Nipex just because. But um, they uh, the, the the back in the day, now they say made in Germany, but you know back in the day when I first started selling them, and the pair I have says made in West Germany. That's before the uh, wall came down, the old the uh, Soviet block. Back in 80, 89? 88? Uh, hey, fact check me on that, buddy. When did, the wall, when did the Berlin Wall come down? Will do. All right. I say 89. I'm going to go with a hard 89 on that. Somebody proved me wrong. It definitely came down under George Bu- George Bush's uh, presidency, not Reagan's. Yeah, I definitely wasn't born then. No. You're a little after the fact. November 9th, 89. 89, I was right. No shit. Okay, guys, I was right. Fucking guy, I'm pretty good at this shit. And uh, did, I t- did I mention I did a podcast today? Did I mention that? No, I didn't, right? I think what, you did earlier. Did I? For the, the, the No, the Ginger guy? They'll, they'll see it tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I, I did a podcast for uh, Ginger and the Bibster. Uh, we talked tools, little guitars, and, uh, you know, that's on there. So, so yeah, hit, hit that guy's podcast up. He's on the page. He's a good guy, man. Ginger and the Bibster. Check his podcast out. That's and, pretty cool. And remember, guys, <clears throat> our, our podcast that we're doing, you can hear it on iTunes now, right? That's Yeah, new. it's now on iTunes, <clears throat> so just go to iTunes Podcast and look up uh, Tool Truck Talk. That's right. It'll be there. And we're still on SoundCloud. I'm like, I feel like a SoundCloud rapper, except for the only difference being I have a job and a brain in my fucking head. So yeah, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes, all right? So keep that in mind. And uh, anything else here, guys? No, I guess we can um, do our closing, our closing uh did I, did I talk long enough? Um, I'd say like 20, 25 minutes. No, well, we're, at, uh, we're at like 45 minutes. Want to do some emails? 
If you got emails, I'll answer email questions. I'm not fucking email. I did. I we only got like five. Well, that's fine. Let's. let's I have. I screenshotted them all. All right. Let's do some questions. I'll do some questions. I'm here. I'm here for you guys. You got me. You got me strapped into this fucking chair with these, with this microphone and these these headphones on. I'm ready. Who did that one? Yeah, for guys that want, that keep on asking about the one-inch drive Milwaukee Impact gun that's coming out, trust me, I do not know the exact date when it's coming out. They haven't told us. But I promise you, the second it comes available, I will be the first person in the country to uh, have them and sell them. And I will, as always, try to get the best pricing we could possibly get on them. I will do a bulk buy. All right? So get ready. Yeah, anything that comes out and guys are like, where's this? Where's this? Guys, if I had it, I'd post it. You know me by now. Hey, hey Nick, you got any Milwaukee hoodies? Do I have any Milwaukee hoodies? This guys, right now. I do not have any Milwaukee hoodies. They're not available. I, If I had them, I'd post them. I promise you. And I, I for the record, I don't even like selling jackets. They're a pain in the ass. Ass ain't on my list. No. Ass fucking. That day has been out there. Okay. <laughs> so I can say it. I just can't say the second part of it. So yeah, they're a pain in the ass. If I had them, I'd listen now. Any emails? Um, no, we just, just, we, we just had a few. We, we we all right. So we, we answered all the questions for the emails. And uh, we're going to close this out. And like I said, this is episode two of our podcast of Tool Truck Talk with me, Nick Morell, the authority on tools and everything tool related. And like we always say, we're just talking tools, guys, right? Yeah, just we're talking, just tools. talking tools. So remember, guys, be a better customer and you know, be nice to your local tool dealer. And maybe he'll stop by the shop instead of driving by and blowing a horn. But if he doesn't stop by the shop and you're a good customer, then call up corporate and bitch him the fuck out. Because <laughs> he ain't doing his job neither. All right? Make sure he warranties your tools. Make sure to send some emails. Get involved. Yeah, get yeah. involved. Give us some questions. Show us what you make it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we talked about we want you guys being interactive. Join our, uh, Follow us on Instagram at Jersey Discount Tool Co. All one word. And we also, like we said, we set up an email for the podcast, which is tooltrucktalk at gmail.com. So send us your crazy stories, questions, suggestions, ideas, anything. And don't forget to get to, you know get on our tool app, JDT Co. Yeah, it's you know it's 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 really it's really doing well. It's you know we've had a lot of a lot of business on there, a lot of success, and uh, we were number 112 in business downloads in the world when we first came out. I don't know where we're at now, but we have a lot of people on it, and it's been very very it's been very successful. You gotta write it down. Remember, I said to you, I said, "Don't fucking talk to me with your words of mouth." Write it down so uh, I can read you know it. What? No, write it down. Thank He's being my producer's being unprofessional. He's mouthing words to me. I can't. I don't like that. You gotta talk I to can me. Just tell him right I, now. Then just say it. Make sure to rate the app five stars. Yeah, when you yeah. rate, rate the app five stars, okay? I I'm supposed to read your lips. What am I a fucking ventriloquist? I gotta read lips now. Right, we're five stars. All of this out. So don't, what, don't edit this out. This is true talk. No, this is tool this truck, is gonna get it out. This is tool truck talk truth. All right. So, we're now, oh fuck! All right, <laughs> what? Wheels come off the bus? Yeah, I don't care. We're still gonna ramble. Look, see, when I want the heat lowered, I put a sign up that said "Kill the heat." What's it say? Kill the heat. Kill the heat. And what you did know, you do? I think we should have a segment if it's rambling on. Yeah, well, I think no, we leave no. Up. But listen, I, uh, oh my head hurts. Listen, I mean, we ha- before the show started, I said I go, Justice, do me a favor. I said if you're gonna ask me something, make sure you write it down because if you sit there and mouth it, I'm, I'm gonna lose fucking track of what you're saying. He goes, No problem, Nick. I got this. Okay? First thing he's doing, he's over there fucking mouthing words, but I don't know what he's saying. So, I mean, like, dude, write it down. Write it down, put it up, and I'll tell you what it is. All right? That's all. We get all agree on that for next time? Sure. Okay, perfect. Last segment. Next rambles. So, make sure... <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, rants, of, rants of a madman. That, that's what... You go on my tool page. I do this shit all the time. 
I lit a cigar up and I just wrote, ran, ramble on for five for a good five minutes about shit that drives me fucking nuts and shit like that. All right. All right. When it, Wednesday morning comes by, you know this guy. These oh guys yeah. Go back to work. Never mind that. Listen to me. Don't forget Wednesday we, we're doing a raffle. I'm, I got. I don't know what happened, but I acquired all these flat screen TVs. I got some fifty inch TVs. We have we're, too many TVs. We have too many TVs. So we're gonna raffle up some TVs Wednesday. So you know it's gonna be a two dollar buy in. And like I said, if you guys think it's stupid, you don't want to do it. I don't care. But like I said, I'm giving away TVs, and I'll probably give away some impact, some uh, Milwaukee shit too. So get ready. All right. We we do it on Wednesday on the app, two dollar buy in, and then Thursday one o'clock we draw. Okay. Every and, week. Yeah, and we always say we're doing one thing, but but you know we I, I, we were on last week doing four or five things, something like that, right? Giveaways. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did we, like you know, four or five. If, if I sell a lot of tickets, we give more stuff away. I'm I'm here I'm here to keep you guys happy. I ain't here I ain't here for no other reason. So that's my goal. All right. All right, that's it. We done? We can wrap this no, up? No, we're not done yet. What are you saying, motherfucker? Peace out. Uh, no, 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 we're, no, we're not done oh, yet. Oh, we're not done yet. Sorry. We're back. Hey, guys, we're back. Tool Truck Talk with Nick Morello. The authority <laughs> on tools, everything tool related. So, download the app on Android and Apple, JDT Co. And make sure you rate it five stars. Leave us a nice review. We like reviews and five stars. And now we're the podcast is on SoundCloud and iTunes. So on iTunes, make sure leave a five star rating and a nice review. We like, like I said, we like reviews. If you can give me six stars, give me six stars. Yeah, if you give them six stars, give us six stars. I'm a narcissist too. I want to tell them that um, the five stars isn't just for our ego. It's actually for the more users on it, the more deals you get. So the more that is true, guys. About this, the more deals we're able to put out there. So True it's not story. just for us to, to brag about it. It's just actually to get you more deals. Yeah, that, and, that, and that's the, that's the whole premise of doing it, this uh, podcast was, you know, we're going to build this po- – you know, we, we have a tool page. A lot of guys – some guys, if you don't know, we have a tool page with 178,000 followers. And our goal is to build this up as, like we built that up. And, you know, the, the advantage that will give us in the industry is we'll get these guys to come on a page, give away some free tools, you know, and, and, and you know, we'll get these vendors to step step up to the plate for you guys. And that's that's what's going to, you know, put us ahead of everybody else. You know, we're going to get them to give you guys tools. Yeah. I don't need no fucking tools. I got plenty. But I want you guys to get some free shit. Maybe uh, next week or in the next couple oh, of weeks yeah, yeah. we can get our first guest on. And I think I think we, I think I, I, I wrangled. Wrangled? Yeah. Hogtied. I got my friend, Mr. Luke Tucker, going to come on. And he's going to do a... Uh, I want to get him here live. I don't want to do it on the phone. I want fucking Luke here live. Right? Yeah, I think we should. We should he, All right, Luke, if you come down, work. you got to A, bring two things with you. A check, right? Check's nice. That'll motivate us. Yeah. And a growler of beer. Yeah, definitely some <laughs> beer. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Luke Tucker from Easy Red, we're calling you out. Get your ass down here in New Jersey. I don't care if it's a long ride or not. Come on down, and we're going to uh, drink some beers and smoke some cigars and talk about the lighting industry from the beginnings. Of the, th- the 40s till present day and everything in between. I'm ready. Send it. All right. All right, guys. We're done. Peace out. Remember, come for the price. Stay for the show. Later. <laughs>